0: the Mousecapades studios here are your hosts
1: happy hump day Mousecapades listeners this is Vicki and I'm here with Stephanie and Matt and Brandy we hope that you're all staying safe happy and healthy this is episode 766 and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears the Mousecapades and more podcast
2: if you are looking to book a trip, we would be glad to help. You could text us. We have Brandy, Vicki, Matt or myself, Stephanie at 636-373-4497. And we'd be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort in ticket package, so contact
1: one of us today. So, I decided to take one for the team because this is not good news and I hate giving bad news to start the show, but Mm. that's how it works. It's kind of like the biggest thing that happened this week, though, so. So, effective immediately, the Genie Plus service prices are going to vary by date, just like the ticket system does. It'll just depend on what date you come there and how busy they think they're going to be and how many tickets they've sold for that day. That's basically what I'm getting out of this situation. I didn't realize it was starting like the next day, pretty much. Right. Um, No warning. Well, yeah, because then I went to meet with my clients for their (laughs) upcoming trips next week. And I said, oh, yeah, so I have to tell you some sad news. And one of them has five people. So I was like, I told them I was sorry. And honestly... I think that it's going to be busy, and so you may not even want to do Genie Plus. You might just want to go with what you're going to do, but they don't know if they're going back again. For us, I know we're going to go back again, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So we're assuming that the Genie Plus prices will more or less track with the ticket pricings per date. That's how it's looked so far. Single day tickets prices are like $154 on Saturday, so they're assuming that Genie Plus is going to be 22 on those days in November. And I didn't realize this either. I thought it was topping out at 22, but that's not the situation. In November and December, when the ticket prices go up because of the holidays, um, they just said that the cost could be no more than $23 a day per person. There's always a possibility that Walt Disney World isn't releasing a price range for dates between October 2022 because the ceiling has not yet been decided. But if demand remains strong for Genie Plus at $22, Maybe the weeks of Thanksgiving and Christmas will hit $25 per person. No good. Not at all. Very sad.
0: I feel bad for any large family. You got four or five kids, that's going to hurt.
2: I mean, already it was kind of a bummer because they don't... They used to give you something free. Like three passes. I could see... I mean, I wish they would give us just a little bit of something and then charge more, maybe per, or just find a different way to do it. But I don't know. I'm just frustrated. Like, I was frustrated when they had the $15. I feel like they, like, weaned themselves into it. Like, how many people are going to do it? Oh, you still don't care? Let's increase it. And then we're going to do it again. And then we're going to do it again. Like, I just don't see an end to their increases.
0: As long as there's a demand, they're going to... Mm-hmm. They're going to keep being like, all right, there you go. There you go. And, you know, JPEG has said that they can't keep up with the demand. So.
1: Yeah, he did. He said that on CNN. So I think we're just messed over.
0: Yep.
2: We're getting priced out, guys. Okay, so as previously mentioned on the show, Mickey's very merry Christmas party tickets are now on sale Since Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party sold out by the second week of September, we are really encouraging you to purchase your tickets if you're thinking about attending that Christmas party. I know I've had clients who have waited and then there were no tickets. So it is very, very, very important. If you are thinking about it, act on it. As of October 15th already, all of the dates for the first week um are sold out so that would be november 8th 10th and 11th there are no more tickets already also during the week of thanksgiving the only weekday that was available um which was november 22nd it's also sold out all december dates are still available but these are a little bit more expensive than some of the other events in november so maybe that's why Um, The price range of these events in November is $139 to $169 for children ages three through nine and $149 to $179 for everyone ages 10 up. And then in December, that price increases to about $20 more. So $159 to $189 for children three through nine and $169 to $1999. $1999. Sorry about that. $199 for everyone ages 10 and up. So if you are interested in getting those tickets, we would be happy to help you get those tickets um, we can we can book tickets only that's something that we are all capable of doing as well but we would want you to get those tickets for you secured right away because um, they do sell out
1: surprisingly
0: yeah I bet that party sells out all the way
1: oh yeah here's the thing that I just wanted to toss out to you guys so when you go at, to the Mickey's uh, not so scary they go they leave there with huge bags of candy. But when you go in December, you don't leave with parting gifts.
0: <laughs> the cookies, when they had the cookie trails, well, you, you, okay? you can just, you know, fill a backpack up with, you know, ginger snaps. and. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just need to bring Matt with me. Yeah, because I didn't know that the first time when we went, I would have brought snowman pretzels. They had pretzels shaped like snowmen, and they were so super cute. And I didn't want to eat them because they were so cute, but...
2: Um, I don't think you got as much candy this time at the um, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party. You know, you used to leave with huge bags. They
1: were a little uh, more stingy. Well, in the beginning, I think that's true. But when we were there for the hurricane, this one family, the lady was on the bus, I'm not lying. She had one of those soon to be history uh, classic bags that you got when you purchased items with the castle on them because now the bags are just clear because it's cheaper. She had one and it was three fourths filled with candy oh wow and she was like trying when we were on mirrors and she was she's like please take handfuls of it i'm like we ate so much junk this week i do not need to take candy so my one friend and i'm just like sure you're skinny you can do that she's just like okay if you're sure and she just like reached in and took a handful (laughs) to take for the plane that would have been me it was funny i love my candy all right
0: yet more pride heights hit disneyland parks and disney california adventures tickets disney genie plus Uh, lightning lanes star wars merch food and drinks these aren't the first price increases since the disney parks reopened after COVID 19 closures and are not likely to be the last as the walt disney company builds a profitable streaming service in disney plus ceo bob chapek is relying on josh tomorrow's parks experiences and products division to make rocket profits which they are
2: i think what makes me most frustrated about this is that it like affects it took effect so quickly. So even if you had something booked, like let's say you were going to build a lightsaber or whatever, like and you had booked it for what you thought the price was, you were affected.
1: Yeah, and I don't think that was fair. So there was no grandfathering on that. I didn't know. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, I got an email right away about how my uh, Droid Depot reservation
3: would go up.
2: Yeah, they just told you like, hey, by the way, you booked this. But guess what? Now you're going
1: to pay more for it.
0: Yeah, that savvy experience. That's that's so expensive.
1: So we bought our trip, or we booked our trip and paid for it before they said that we weren't being able to do Genie Plus anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, I purchased Genie Plus in the Park Hopper prior to the date in June. So we should still have that, right? That stayed. Yeah. Well, that's what I saw, but you can't see it on our tickets anymore. And I thought that was weird. My clients had the same
3: situation, and it didn't show it, like, in the app, but they, they were fine. Like, they didn't have to buy
1: it, because I know I would have heard about it if they did. Okay. I was just curious, because, you know, now I told them about it, but...
3: Yeah, they just got back. Um, they checked out on the 8th of October, and all of their tickets were fine with the grandfather
1: Genie Plus. Good deal. Good deal.
3: It's It seems like, though, if you... It's, like, the magical extras and stuff. Like, I... The one thing I wanted to really do for myself was go build a droid. I'm really excited about that. Hollywood Studios, and I'm like, well, it's just me, so that's gonna be my thing that I do. I'm not gonna eat that much that day. That's fine, it'll just be my food budget. It's whatever, and I was counting on like, cause it's like $50, and then I think if you buy it, like the personality chip costs a little bit more And I was reading how you kind of have to get the personality check for it or it doesn't do much. So um, honestly, I saw the email and I just brushed right past it. Like, I don't even want to know. Like, I'll find out later, like, exactly how much this is going to (laughs) cost. Put it on the card. (laughs) I know. I was like, it's going on my my Disney visa. Yeah, you get 10% off that.
1: Yeah, it's true. That is one nice thing about that.
3: Yeah, so I'm just kind of... But I'm like, that is crazy how fast it went into effect. Like, I mean, I understand. Like, if you raise the price of food a few bucks, that's, like, it's not going to affect people very much. But when you have an experience like that playing... Like, I imagine if you had budgeted for, like, two kids to do... Go build a droid like that, oh, might gosh. be like, oh, I don't know if we can afford that.
0: You're just here to share that droid.
3: You guys are sharing <laughs> building a droid.
1: Which half is mine? Oh, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding.
3: Well... On Sunday, October 16th, many guests were upset and voiced their thoughts about Disney Genie Plus Lightning Lane system and the recent price increase. This new system replaced the former FastPass system that was part of guest ticket price in the past. Guests are given a time to return and not have to wait in line so much like the Genie Plus Lightning Lane system. However, on Sunday, guests voiced cast members were letting 10 Lightning Lane guests through every one standby guest. Another guest commented it was the same when the FastPass system was in place. But the guests stated they never saw such a large ratio of fast-pass guests to stand by. It seems this price increase may have stirred up some anger. Will it be enough for guests to stop paying the higher prices and go other places? Will JPEG's business idea work to wean out those that can't afford to go to Disney anymore to cut down the crowds? So, I was just thinking about this. Like, we're all talking about the insane crowds. Like, you know, there might be a day or two, hit or miss, where there's, you know, they'll post like, oh, look, at it's, it's dead at Magic Kingdom. Like, it was dead for 10 minutes at Rope Drop. Like, that's not, <laughs> that's not accurate. That just means there's a bunch of people going to the party tonight. Like, come on, stop sensationalizing this. But um, you know, we just, there's you very rarely hear about walking on rides and having these lulls, especially in the past year. And it's like, are they increasing prices because less people need to go so that the people that are there will be happy while they're there and not upset about crowds? Is it is this how you get dining reservations to be available to more people again? Like, is this how you do it? You just increase the price and not that many people do it.
2: I heard that same kind of thought of maybe this is how, like, people will be frustrated and they will stop buying Genie Plus and then there's less people. Because right now there's so many people frustrated that everybody's buying Genie Plus and then all of a sudden there's no reservations to even get any more Genie Plus, like, for the rest of the day. Like I know that when I've gone, all of a sudden it's 10 o'clock and there are several rides that have no more reservations available. So maybe if they increase the price, people won't buy it and it will be able to be used as it was thought to have been used, as as they they wanted it to be used. I'm not sure, I, I don't know. I don't know if this is enough. I think that people will still go ahead and buy it. We're just gonna grumble more about it
1: and be upset. What do you think, Matt?
0: Uh, I mean, it's just it's just nonstop with the changing price ranging. You know, it's you know, you know, I get with the people getting frustrated for the ratio, but like I know that's been going on since fast passes were paper, especially like Buzz. I know cast members that have worked there, and that was always ten to one. You know, maybe people are just noticing it now more, but uh, they're you know i don't know what their strategy is right now you know i know loyalists will keep and coming back because that's what we love but i know a lot of families that are like hey this is this is too much this is too confusing even with the help of an agent people like this is scaring people away and maybe that's part of it like they want to you know keep out their riffraff and keep in the higher paying guests that won't have to do i don't know it's not fun
2: it's sad isn't he supposed to be for everyone
0: yeah, and what was crazy was right after the before they introduced the genie when there was nothing dude rides were riding smooth like wait times were super calm like it, it seemed like things were almost doing better without it
1: that's exactly what my son said he's very numbers guy he has some theory whatever that if they would just go back to the regular line system and then only have the lightning lane for like the DAS people are the people that Uh truly, truly need it, um, that can't stand in lines. He said that they would find it to be much better, but instead they're making money. So why would they do that? Because that's not going to benefit them at all.
0: No. And when there wasn't anything, it kept us all at at an evil playing field. Yes. Like Uh I think it kept everybody calmer. Now, you know, we've all gotten the stairs when you're walking down that fast pass aisle and there's someone standing there for two hours and you're like, oh man, you know, like that builds tension and you're already spending a bunch of money it's 400 degrees outside more stress
3: yeah because when everybody got their three per ticket you know and you planned that 60 days in advance or 30 days if you were off property like it was it was an even playing field and like you know you could stand in line and be like oh they got a fast pass but like well i made my decision like i used mine on the other thing or you know what i mean like you would just be like this was my choice and i feel like having the way it's being done now i feel like people feel held back by the technology aspect of it or that i didn't refresh my screen fast enough aspect of it and they don't feel like it's fair
2: And some people just simply don't know they don't have they think they can book it all by themselves and i mean like i had that one woman who had literally no idea that when she got Genie Plus, she had to do something with it. She had to go onto the app and get her rides. She thought she was going to walk onto all of the rides. She had no clue. And then there's other people who didn't even know there was such a thing. And I've been stopped in line like, why are you guys over there? And I had to explain what Genie Plus was. And they're like, how do we even get this? I've been staring at people skipping the lines. like People just don't know. There are th- And that's true. That's been a
3: thing a long time. Because I know that even before all this, I had i talked to people who went before like around the same time that i went and they're like we didn't even know fast passes were a thing we didn't know we got that we didn't know we were supposed to and they stayed on property like they had all the tools like they had the ability and i also wonder if that sometimes contributes to lower crowd like lower you know demand of like there's just always going to be the people no matter How many of us good agents are out there trying to tell everybody what we can do for them and like how much you try to spread the word, there's always people that just don't
1: realize what they have. I think the saddest thing for me is that, how long have I been gone? So today is the 17th. I've been home for 16 days. When I left Disney, people were smiling at each other just because we were safe and well and walking around. People were saying, hi, how's your day going? Mm-hmm. This all happened after the hurricane. Like it was a whole new place. Now I'm not saying the cast members they always do that. I'm saying guests were greeting other guests,
2: mm-hmm. and it was
1: being all nicey nice. And we're 16 days later, and we're back to at each other's throats at each other's throats again. And that was so sad to me. I just where's the humanity? Again, I'm glad that Walt's not still alive because he'd die if he saw what's happening. Absolutely. So sad. All right, I'm going on to something better, though, right now. So we started that say it isn't so, or like Brad likes to say, say it ain't so, a few weeks back. I'm going to add something called feel-good Disney stories. I feel like we need these. Yes. I found this one this week, and it is fantastic. It's a little long, so I'll try to hurry through it. So Hurricane Ian changed one of the Disney cast members' lives. I'm sure it changed a lot of them, but this one was reported on. Richard Truel, 78 years old, has devoted his life to Disney. He most recently works at Regal Eagle Smokehouse at Epcot's American Adventure Pavilion. And on October the 1st was Epcot's 40th celebration, which we all know he had to work. And um, he met Elena Robinson, a Disney influencer. Her handle is at DisneyMom2.0. So Elena had asked Richard how he was doing after the hurricane. And he was honest with her. And he told her that his neighborhood suffered from excessive flooding. And Elena asked Richard, why you know how come he was at work and he explained well I have to raise a five thousand dollar deductible so I have to come to work so that I can do that nobody wants to give a 70 year old eight year old man a loan. So two days later um, I guess Alana had been mulling all this over and it had like we've we uh, whatever you want to say wormed its way into her heart and so she went to Epcot and asked Richard can I do a GoFundMe page for you to help you raise this money and he of course said yes And in less than 24 hours, she had raised the $5,000 deductible. Well, when she returned to tell him, he told her that the insurance company was refusing to pay for the repairs because they said that they didn't have flood insurance. So Richard told Alana that his wife cried when he told her about the donation. And he thanked Alana and told her that he was really, really happy and he could kiss her, but that it was against Disney rules. So he couldn't do it. (laughs) Cute. so he explained that he was now going to have to raise $28,000 and that, but the $5,000 was really going to help. So he was very still gracious to Alana. So she went back on there and raised it the amount to $28,000. And in a week she had already raised $9,155. So the fu- fundraiser is ongoing. And um, Alana said she wanted to thank everyone for helping Rich. That was her listener or her TikTok follower, I guess it is. She wanted to thank we want to thank Alana for reminding us that Disney, we all are family. We all, call, we all say that we're Ohana, and we really should try to help each other out. Again, that goes back to what I just said, and I didn't even realize that I was tying that together. But anyway, yeah, it was, so, it was such a di- different atmosphere. Like, it wasn't every man out for himself the days following the hurricane, because we realized how blessed we were. I love that. And I love, I mean, we
2: tease TikTok a lot. Because there's always these awful challenges right. on there that give people exactly. in trouble and, and encourage people to do dumb things. But um, there's also a lot of people that I know I follow that go out and find people who are well deserving and raise money for them. And because they're these influencers, they're, it's easy for them to put something out there and be like, hey, let's raise money. And people just quickly give them money and then all of a sudden they're able to come up with a couple thousand dollars and just hand it to somebody and to see the reactions it's just such a such a feel-good moment yep that's when you use technology for good
0: use your power as an influencer for good things
2: so we mentioned after d23 that we've always known that disney led the theme parks in orlando and of course until universal built harry potter world and that started doing really well Well, the recent reports of attendance may make Disney just a little bit nervous. See, both companies saw growth from 2020 to 2021, but Universal saw a huge shift in their numbers. Universal Studios Florida, which has 8.99 million guests, and Universal Isles of Adventure, 9.1 million guests, outpaced attendance at uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom, which had 7.2 million guests, Epcot at 7.7 million guests, and Hollywood Studios at 8.6 million guests. Now Magic Kingdom did have the most guests, it was at 12.7 million guests, which beat both Universal parks. However, Comcast CEO Brian Roberts recently said that he felt like Universal was gaining market share with Disney. So do you think that Disney will be the front runner once Universal opens up their new park, Epic Universe, or are they gonna
1: surpass Disney?
0: Have you seen the plans? Have you seen the plans for the Epic Universe or know anything about it?
1: I have not, have you?
0: Yeah, it's it's like a whole new park. Eleven attractions. I think three or four hotels. They're going to do like a classic Monsters Land, a whole new Harry Potter Land, another Harry Potter Land. Yeah, and it's, I, I do believe it's themed around the uh, the, the the Wizarding oh man i was just reading about this the other day uh the ministry of magic it's supposed to be a a ministry of magic attraction uh train your dragons area and and obviously super mario world uh so it's i mean they're gonna have to respond somehow
2: i knew the super mario world and the train your dragons i didn't know they were gonna do harry potter again which is smart i mean you have to if you like harry potter you have to do all
1: of them because a lot of the channels do those long weekends of Mary or Harry Potter th- marathons. It's a whole new generation because for yeah. a few years, I wasn't hearing anything in my classrooms. And now I'm hearing about Harry Potter again.
3: Well, you got to realize that the my generation that grew up on those books had children. And a lot of people, I know a lot of people my age that start their kids off with their chapter books with the first one, like reading it to them if they can't reading it themselves like a lot of my friends and like my daughter who's 13 you know i wasn't a huge harry potter person i saw all the movies because i had friends who were huge harry potter people um so and i tried to read the books but after you see all the movies like i know that i know the books better than the movies don't come for me um but i just think when you know like the end result after you've seen all the movies it's really hard to make yourself read all those little details in the book because you're like i know the end game here Like, I, you know, it seemed like they were really good. I just couldn't get all the way through it, so I just let it go. But, I mean, my daughter's 13. I never read all that stuff to her, and then she got into it from watching all the movies and and everything. So, it's just going to keep going.
0: My wife's huge reach. She's a book nerd, uh, so she loves Harry Potter. And then our youngest she would re to him and he got all into it and uh i mean it has generational staying power so it's definitely a threat definitely a threat
3: well and you gotta think too universal
2: does actually give their deluxe guests they automatically get express pass yes yes they sure do and they're just all around more affordable now i mean their express pass is very expensive mm-hmm. yes. So that's why people often
3: just go ahead and stay at the nicer hotel because they they crunch the numbers. I had that with a client. I showed them everything. They're like, we're just going to stay at the hotel with the Express Pass.
1: Mm-hmm. But their deluxe is still not as expensive as some of Disney's. Correct. Alright, when guests
0: visit Disney for vacation, they ride the rides, see the shows, eat the food, and of course, they buy a souvenir or two to remember their magical trip. Space Mountain is an iconic ride in the Magic Kingdom and a huge part of Disney's history. Imagine if you could make a model of this ride to have a reminder of your trip. Well, now you can. When the kit was put online, people noticed a mistake. The middle section of the kit protrudes way further than it is supposed to, and there's a hole in the center of the kit, which is not supposed to be seen when the model is completed. Curiously, the kit is correctly shown on the packaging. We aren't sure exactly why or how this error occurred, but looking at the immense catalog of products on the website, we aren't surprised somehow that Disney let this slip by. For those worried, it may be too challenging, no need to worry at all. The kit is only 27 pieces, meaning anyone can build and enjoy this product. I saw it online and it's definitely taller in the center spires, uh, but it looks okay.
1: I like the idea of this. But does anybody have a place for this in their home? I'd have
0: to move some popcorn buckets.
1: (laughs) We just have so much stuff. That's why I can't let myself do it. Just like when, um, what was it? The Haunted Mansion Lego set was coming out. That's like our family ride. But I can't can't purchase it because where would I put it in this place? (laughs) I need a whole Disney room. One day.
2: (laughs)
3: Well, there is update on Fantasmic, and I'm so excited to talk about this. So Disney told us it would return in 2022. We're all hoping it would be open for our Your Story Travel Homecoming next week. But unfortunately, it will not return until November after closing in march of 2020 and in true disney fashion an exact date has yet to be announced um but as we mentioned before cast members have been practicing since august and they began testing the fountains in september the Fantasmic! show will have a new sequence which features moana aladdin and frozen and we can't wait to see the new show i am so bummed it's not opening until november it, oh i was so excited
0: i've never seen it what What? me either man we've done never several fantastic dining packages and we always end up blessing other families with the tickets because someone's too tired you know one time the wife was pregnant so that was understandable but we always want to see it but then we're like it's just rides we're gonna miss
1: i'm sorry guys we're gonna have to go back in january so we can see it
0: (laughs) maybe they'll do soft openings and we can inquire about that when we're down there
2: wouldn't that be nice like, can we just watch them practice? Like, maybe, like, that would be okay.
1: Yeah, I would settle for a practice, but they, you know, they don't do until you can see it at its best. Yeah. Have another Say It Isn't So. I know you're totally shocked by this. Um, usually this is about Disney guests. However, this one is about a cast member in Paris. While cast members often go above and beyond to make every guest visit magical experience, one cast member thought it was funny or was recently caught caught red-handed trying to bring disney magic to your home by selling stolen disney merchandise best of vintage special disneyland paris exposed the online listing of a never used bed decoration from disneyland paris hotel santa fe themed to the pixar franchise cars the listing mentions that the bed decoration was never used and was offered by a friend who is a disney uh, uh, excuse me a friend who is a Disney employee. While it's unclear if the cast members have access to purchase these Disney Hotel Santa Fe decorations, the items are most likely exclusive to that Disney hotel and not available for cast members nor guests to buy, making it almost certain that either the seller or the friend stole it from the hotel. While the item could be appealing to fans of the Cars franchise, it's important to note that taking items from Disney hotels, like decorations, bedding, electronics, etc., is not permitted and could result in severe consequences if guests or cast members are caught engaging in this behavior please people please ohana let's all follow the golden rule oh my goodness this is another reason why prices are being jacked up because people are taking things (laughs) that don't belong to them
0: stop stealing and drinking the water from the pirate's ride folks come on (laughs)
1: maybe that's who's stealing it so people that drank the water from the pirate ride bromine hitting the brain oh my
2: goodness Speaking of people who don't know how to act right, um, I got a story for you as well. Well, know that uh, lightning lane passes are digital and sometimes people question like what do you do if your phone dies or if your phone can't get internet service? Well, we've always said you can go to guest service and purchase a phone charger or you can hope that a cast member takes your word for it. Well, that's what this TikToker Holden Bullock was counting on when he visited the Disneyland parks recently. Bullock shared a video of himself walking through Disneyland park using a tic-tac sound to call cast members dumb for believing him and his party when he told them they had eight lightning lane passes on their phone. Disney can't win all the time, Bullock wrote saying that he scammed the Disney park. Many Disney cast members responded, saying they know people scam the system, but we can't put up a fight. We know we just don't get paid enough to care sometimes. Cast members said that while it's objectively wrong to scam Disney out of Fast Passes, it wasn't his primary concern. Hoping our hopping into the lightning lane affects not only paying guests, but also guests utilizing the DAS service who can't wait in long queues this is just wrong it makes me so sad that people are trying to play the system that way and that's not what i consider giving it to the man <laughs> you know if you're trying to give it to the man that would be just not buying it right but not making everybody else pay for your wrongdoing like this is just wrong
0: are these the same people that snuck the kid in in, in the stroller oh like, my god no
1: <laughs> trying to get away with ridiculous stuff these days So I just don't, why would you put this on a social media page? What
2: Disney needs to do is find these people and give them the boot publicly. You are banned
1: from Disney because you did this. It's the same thing as we say about school, is if we would just stand up to the few that are starting to do this, then we wouldn't have more join the crew because it's not fun. You don't want to get in trouble. It's the same thing, you're right. They legally could do that stuff, so I'm not sure why they're not doing that. When you send them
2: back with suckers, everybody wants to do the same thing yeah. and get that sucker. <laughs> Same thing here when all of a sudden these people go viral for doing something wrong.
1: Like, now everybody wants to do it. Well, I will say we did find out that that woman that was telling people to dress provocatively, um, they're not giving shirts away again or anymore. They're telling them to either go to their car and get a different shirt or whatever, but so maybe something will come back to bite them in the butt, I don't know.
0: I was next to that girl to ruin it for people that genuinely make a mistake, you know, and it needed that, you know,
1: Well, yeah, and there's been so many times when people have spilled, like, hot coffee or cocoa or something, or their kids spilled something on them, and Disney was just kind and and replaced it for them. Or I know one time, this isn't Disney, but I know Disney would do it. We were at Silver Dollar City, and one of my nieces flip-flops broke, and they replaced them because they didn't want her she was trying to walk around with this flip-flop and it was just like a talking it was like her foot and her flip-flop were talking while she walked and it just was not pretty and um i just think that's just i don't know disney get these people get them out of the parks yeah, they
2: need to publicly like just show them like we are banning these people or we are doing something to get them in trouble. Like they it needs to be shown that they don't put up with us.
1: Like they have their face like they do at the grocery store. Right. If you see this man <laughs> contact management.
2: Instead what they're doing is I mean cast members are literally posting and saying, "Yeah, we know you're scamming, but you know, we just really don't care all that much." Well, then why are you like how are you incentivizing people not to? Right. Well and that's basically stealing what he did.
3: I know. Yeah. I, I mean, you're basically like that's like I lost my whatever and they replaced it for you and you never had it to begin with. So
0: all right, let's move on here. While rain is very common for guests of Walt Disney World in Orlando, it is isn't common occurrence on the west coast of Disneyland. On Wednesday last week, rain caused some outdoor rides and shows to be canceled. At one point in the day, Disneyland app showed about half of their attractions temporarily closed. One guest went to Twitter to ask if it was for real or if it was a glitch. Many guests were sad that some of the attractions were not available, but others welcomed the much-needed rain. Disneyland has on their website a list of rides and attractions for both parks that may need to close due to inclement weather. We encourage you to check these out if you're headed to Disneyland or California Adventures, just in case weather isn't on your side. Yeah, always be watching weather. I don't care what coast you're on, you watching your weather.
1: Yeah, don't get on a plane and have your friend Stephanie tell you. Are you worried about this hurricane? What hurricane?
0: <laughs> you got a little breezy, girls. Watch out.
1: We'll be fine. <laughs> I really didn't think we would be. And then it shifted. (laughs)
3: I will say they don't really take weather all that seriously in California. My best friend in college and one of his friends moved out here and lived with us. And I remember the first things he said to me was like, just like we had the news on or something. He goes, you guys really take weather very seriously here. And I was like, "Well, that's because it's not seventy-five and sunny every day. Like they lived in San Diego. Like they just they didn't own coats. Like they had jackets. Like they didn't know it might be twenty degrees tomorrow." Yeah, we don't know if we need coats or shorts. We're not sure. Yeah, it's like here in the, especially here in the Ohio Valley. Like you, you never know what's going to happen. You can get all the seasons in one week. Like
0: it's like twenty-five here right now. It's cold. (laughs)
3: Well, let's talk about park hopping. Prior to the pandemic, guests could park hop any park, any time. Once the pandemic hit, Disney reopened. Park hopping wasn't even allowed. When it did return, they weren't allowed to park hop until 2 p.m. each day and 1 p.m. in Disneyland. Well, Disney guests are wanting to know why Disney can't go back to pre-pandemic policy. They want the freedom of hopping from park to park with no limitations. Do you think this will ever come back or is it here to stay? And I, I have a thought here, too, about all this long lines and over queuing and genie plus and what have you do we think that if people had the freedom to go from park to park whenever they wanted to that this would maybe help it could
0: but then they couldn't track you with the reservation system
3: i mean i guess it just like i don't know i mean I just feel like everything worked just fine before. Like I understand things had to pivot during the pandemic and they were trying to keep people safe and and do what they everybody thought was right. But like, I mean, even if Genie Plus still exists and you still have to do that,
1: like some of these things, I just don't feel like are necessary. Like it worked just fine before and stephanie probably would have been able to get a boarding pass for guardians of the galaxy and not had to pay for it if she could have park hopped before 2 p.m uh-huh. i do think that's one reason they do it is because they want to let
2: people who have park reservations for that park get the um the reservations but i i still don't agree with that 2 p.m like i think that's totally silly maybe like during the first hour or something like you have to or you have to go and check into your first park at least i could see maybe something like that but then then the people who were getting trying to get guardians of the galaxy for the 7 a.m already had a chance and everybody no matter where you are could have a chance at that one o'clock time i don't i don't see what's so wrong about that and I don't see what the problem is. Like they aren't even the last time that they had to turn people away from park hopping was New Year's Eve. Like that's,
1: and I think it's the only time. I was gonna say if they didn't even have to at Christmas this year, this past year. And actually, Christmas Day at Epcot was emptier than when I was there with Gina and the girls for October when the when the fiftieth first started. Yeah, your pictures from like Christmas Day at Epcot were, or was it Epcot or Magic Kingdom? I thought it was Magic Kingdom too. We flip flopped them. We went Christmas Eve okay. to, to Magic Kingdom just to see if the crowds would be different. And they were, but I heard they were different at Magic Kingdom and they never had to close, like close it out to people. So I don't know what the answer is, but I think you have something there, Miss Brandy. Maybe you should write the company. They need it back.
0: a Mr. Paycheck.
1: Although I saw something, I didn't want to get into a big blowout about it, but this week that people keep saying that Josh tomorrow is just as equally, which Miranda said that all along, that they're neck and neck, like they're working in partnership. It's not really just him and that why don't people bash him? Is it because he's more good looking? And I did say that he was handsome. And so maybe I know that that article wasn't written because I said that. I'm just saying, I thought that was funny.
3: Oh, and I agree with that. Like if, I mean, he might be the CEO and everything, but like they all have their management under certain things and he's the the big parks guy and if he didn't think that these decisions were the right thing he would you know if he didn't agree with him he would stand up to him and change it you know what i mean he would like at least obviously he would put forth a different perspective and lobby for his perspective he obviously wants these things too
0: they're both rowing in the same boat so
2: exactly I think Bob Paycheck gets it more because he's got that name. I mean, how uh-huh. can you not tease him with with your name where it rhymes like that? Like, it's just easier to make fun of you and poke fun at
1: you. Uh-huh. I think I could swallow the price increases a lot more if I thought they were going to the cast members who do 95% of the work. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Well, last month we told you, or I think it was last month, it might have been two months ago. Now my my life is moving fairly quickly. Uh, we told you the pirate rooms were going away at the Caribbean Beach Resort. Well, this week we learned that the pirate rooms are going to be replaced by under the sea rooms. While they're not calling them Little Mermaid, um, that leaves it open because we all know under the sea came from the movie The Little Mermaid. Uh, Disney started working on these rooms on October 3rd and they're being redone in the Trinidad section. And while they haven't really released any details, a lot of people started speculating so listeners hear what I'm saying we are speculating these are from people that were speculating what's going to happen does not mean it's for sure it could be right we don't know so some people are saying they're going to add that fifth sleeper pull down bed to all of the rooms to help for the families of five which there does seem to be a lot of family of five we talk about that all the time and that makes it very difficult for people to book a reservation if you have that fifth person some are also saying that they could enlarge the rooms make them into one and two bedroom suites again this would allow for families of five or more to stay there and um, we feel it's safe to say though because we've seen all these other refurbishments up until now the carpet's going to be gone and replaced with laminate flooring which I think is probably one of the wisest things they've ever done for allergies if, if nothing else and the beds will have that underneath storage like the other resorts that just it opens up the room so much more Mm-hmm. Um, especially in those uh, value resorts, because you don't realize how small the room is until you have suitcases all over the floor. <laughs> uh, we like the idea of the theme because it goes along with Caribbean Beach's sit-down restaurant, which is now Sebastian's. Um, I think that kind of blends pretty well. Uh, we are—we can't wait to hear what Disney has in store, and of course, we will share it with you as soon as we know for sure. But I like some of these ideas. They did just convert some of those rooms at the Grand Floridian into suites, so I thought maybe that's possible. There was one guy that was poo-pooing the whole idea because he's like, why would I pay for a mermaid room at Caribbean Beach when I could go stay in a mermaid room in Art of Animation? But the Art of Animation rooms for Mermaid are the buildings that were supposed to be the continuation of Pop Century. So they're similar. That would be completely different.
3: Well, Under the Sea leaves it open for more ideas. Like, it could just look like the ocean. There might not be any aerial there at all.
1: Like, you don't know right and also there's no nemo well yes there is nemo rooms i forgot i don't know
0: they should decorate those rooms solely as a reward for walking that far to your room <laughs> trinidad is a-
3: it is oh so you have stayed in the pirate rooms
0: matt no but i know how far trinidad is okay from uh i would love to i would love to have but you know
3: we looked at those on our first trip, actually, because my daughter was really into that at the time when she was like nine into the pirates and stuff. And um, I think what turned me off of it is I read the reviews about how they were really far away, how it was a giant resort. And it was our first trip. We ended up staying at All Star Music because she liked the guitar shaped pool, <laughs> which it's not like that was any smaller or anything, but we actually had a great time and it was wonderful. But um,
1: I've heard that those pirate beds were not very comfortable. No, they said they were made for a person that's about five foot eight, which is not, I mean, I would be fine in that bed, but that would be nothing for my husband or my son. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the one thing about now where they built Riviera, depending on what section that they put you in in Caribbean Beach, you're actually better off walking to their Skyliner. Yeah. It might be closer for people and even their food service quick service which can be nice because some of their food is really good mm-hmm. i had a chicken sandwich with the oh, bread there you go i got it right the bread with a pesto aioli um sun-dried tomato and something else that's what i had in in their quick serve place and my friend had it too and we were both like this was amazing and it was probably i don't know how much healthier it was but the other two got chicken fingers and we were laughing and they're like and these chicken fingers are really good too and i was like yeah whatever
2: So, I'm in charge of this week's second say it ain't so. Disney security cameras caught a Disney guest keen a car in the parking lot. So, apparently, there was a guest who took out their anger on a Tesla that was parked in Disney's parking lot. The Tesla's side cameras were able to catch the keen as well as the guest did it karma right there folks the victim shared that video on tiktok and it went viral and was actually the first video to ever get over 3 million views um they don't seem to know why the guest did it to the car but that girl her face was plastered all over social media people just psa think before you do things these days you are going to get caught As we say all the time, just don't do it. There wasn't really a follow-up on the story to let us know if the guest that keyed the car was arrested, but we hope that they were and that they had to pay to fix the car that got keyed. I would imagine if that person's going to post it on social media, they probably press charges, so...
1: I hope so. So you can Google it, but it looks like a teenager to me.
3: Well, she's wearing a T-shirt that says, I'm done adulting. Let's go to Disney. Oh, okay. Well, excuse
1: me, then. No, maybe not. She looks really (laughs) young. She does look young. I agree with that. Keep in mind, I'm 35 today. Just kidding. I'm more than (laughs) 35. So to me, she does look like a small child, you know. No, I saw it on Facebook. And
3: so if it went all, all across, like it, it was, I mean, they probably, once those get shared and I think the person that posted it said, FYI, don't key a Tesla. They all have cameras on the outside, which I did not know that that Tesla's either. had cameras on the outside of the vehicle, but now you do. Yeah. I mean, not that I would have keyed one, like just because <laughs> like, I wouldn't do that to anybody's car, <laughs> but like, I had no idea that it so, was like the next, now, you know, that like when everybody checks out a Tesla, cause like, Oh, it's a Tesla and you want to look at it. That you know somebody's looking at their cameras like haha look at
0: these people being silly <laughs> looking at my car Harrison Ford has officially been named to replace the late William Hurt as General Thaddeus Thunderbolt Rust in the upcoming Marvel film Captain America New World Order. Hurt, who died from complications of prostate cancer this past March, was originally scheduled to reprise his role. Ford will join Anthony Mackie, who is reprising his role as Sam Wilson in the Captain America and Avengers franchise, as well as Disney Plus's The Falcon and the Winter Soldier TV miniseries. The film's plot which is the 34th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is still a secret. It is also the fourth film set in Marvel's Phase 5. Also scheduled to appear in Captain America New World Order is Tim Blake Nelson as Samuel Stearns, the leader. Daniel Ramirez and Joaquin Torres Falcon, Carl Lumbly and Isaiah Bradley, Shira Haas as
1: Sabra. Sabra. I'm not sure which it is. Yeah. So, Brandy watches these movies. Do you watch these movies, Matt? Some of them. I, I'll keep up on with a lot of them.
3: Um, I am way behind and um, I kind of know what you're talking about here, but this is interesting. So
1: I heard a commentary the other day. This is why I brought it up. People are saying it was cool when Marvel first started doing it because then you couldn't wait till the next one. But now there are so many that are being put out so quickly that there's no way, once you get behind, and that's what happened to me. Joey got me all caught up. And then all of a sudden it was, mom, we need to watch this, mom, we need to watch this, mom. And I'm like, Joey, there are things that I want to watch. And and while I value spending time with you, this is they're not my favorite movies necessarily. And so um, somebody said they think that Marvel's gonna lose their, I just wanna see what you guys thought about that, lose their oomph because they put so much out now
0: over saturation like you miss one and then all of a sudden you miss seven and you can't watch the sixth one unless you watch the third one i gave up on the marvel stuff after the the last
1: avengers one too many of them just sad taking advantage of people (laughs) i know there are some people that watch all of them yeah
3: i mean there's some people that don't have anything better
2: to do or like you know don't have children um (laughs) our children or maybe just like that, you know, like if that's the only thing you watch, I guess you can, but yeah, so... Well, on to one of my
3: more favorite topics. If you're headed to Disney World, here are some yummy treats you want to get. So Ghirardelli has a non-dairy treat, non-dairy hot fudge sundae made with non-dairy chocolate chips and almond milk over scoops of non-dairy vanilla coconut and finished with almond milk whipped topping, diced almonds, a cherry, and 72% dark chocolate square. That sounds amazing. I'm not like a non-dairy person's per se, but I feel like that would really help you with all the richness and especially if you're eating that in the heat. Death. By the way,
1: these are all at Disney Springs.
3: All at Disney Springs. Okay. Um, there is also a new churro at Sunshine Churros. It's called the Spooktacular Churro, rolled in grape sugar and drizzled with orange cream cheese frosting and then topped with Halloween sprinkles. I don't know about grape sugar. That Me either. <laughs> Anything grape just makes me think of like children's cough syrup. Like that's all I... <laughs> It's like dime
1: attack. That's oh. not what I thought you were going to say. Oh. <laughs> um. I'll tell you when we're done recording what I thought you were going to say. <laughs>
3: Um, Over at Gideon's Bakehouse, the Frankenstein is a Halloween month celebration made from pieces and parts of all the candies you want in your bag and topped with M&Ms that we lovingly place on the top to be sure you get all the colors. When you break it open, you'll find crushed Oreo double stuff and chocolate pieces. This limited edition cookie is available for pre-order every day of October along with his companion flavor, the Bride of Frankenstein. The Bride of Frankenstein is like Frankenstein except with golden. Oreos. That all sounds just incredibly amazing because I know that I have to get to Disney Springs at some point in our very packed itinerary to have the um, the flight of um, Dole Whip that looks like the Sanderson Sisters. I have to eat that. That is a priority for me. Well, it
1: is a priority to go to Gideon's. I'm just telling you. I hope they're open late. Well. I don't know what time they're open till. I thought they were open till 11. I was there when there was hot cookie hour. I forgot to tell you that stuff. And the lights were flashing. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? And then people were saying stuff, but we couldn't hear what they were saying at first. And then when we got halfway through the line, we heard him say, hot cookie. She's got a hot cookie, hot, yeah. <laughs> hot cookie hour. Did you try it? Did you get one? I didn't, no. It was fine. Uh-huh. I got plenty of stuff. I did not need it at all, but they still have that key lime cake. And I'm telling you, if they have it again, I'm getting it. It was amazing, but there's so many cakes. I was looking at all the cakes for this month. Well, the cake looks just, both the cakes looks just like the cookies. I like what you
2: did where you guys went and everybody got something and then everybody like split it all up and got mm-hmm. to try different things. Mm. had it for breakfast. Yeah, that was very healthy for us. <laughs> mm, cake for breakfast. That sounds like... Cake
3: and cookies for breakfast is the best.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was funny. And then I brought it home. I brought Joey, the chocolate chip, and Kaylee, the banana chocolate chip. And Joey's like, they put salt on this cookie. We're like, we know that's what makes it taste so good. And he's like, I'm not eating it. And we're like, what? You eat everything that's not good for you, that is. So he gave his away. He didn't even try it? No, he didn't. So Kaylee and I indulged. He missed out. I know. He's a hot mess. <laughs> he will just wait till we get there and then get what he wants when he's there. He wants his churros, his, uh, now he's into Dolm whip nachos, um, you know, with the waffle cone and um, just dough whip in general. He's happy. Well, listeners, we wanted to let you know that next week is Your Story Travel Company's homecoming in Orlando. Hooray! Mm -hmm. And we will all be there. So there will not be a traditional rumors and news show because, no offense, we're not going to stop in the middle of our training (laughs) or our visit to the parks to do a regular show. But we will be doing pop-ups from time to time. And since we'll all be there, we thought it'd be fun just to share the adventures that we're making together there. And the, the regular rumors and news will be back november 2nd for you to enjoy
2: well thank you for joining us today if you are interested in being a guest in our show or if you have questions or comments you can text us at 636-373-4497 and be sure to listen to friday show vicky talked to mariah and victoria about their disney trip and about hurricane ian
0: if you would like a free coat contact brandy stephanie vicky or me matt at 636-373-4497 or at yourstorytravel.com you simply go to the drop down look for one of our names and click
3: as always thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears the mouse capades and more podcasts well gang it's about that time
2: disney love farewell foolish mortals hurry back have a magical day my friends